Father, we thank you so much for your everlasting love. This day we can feel the pulling of your spirit coming further and further away with you, going deeper and deeper and deeper in you, also higher and higher and higher in you, wider and wider and wider and wider in you. Being hungry for you, nothing else matters. It puts us in a position to lift up our hands, lift up our heads, lift up our hearts, lift up every part of our being and say, Lord, thy will be done another day. For this is the day that you have made. You set this day aside for me before the foundations of the world. And I will continue to rejoice and be glad in it. This day, I take no thought for tomorrow. Not even thinking two hours from now. But it's going to live. 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 Unto God. This the time to deny whatever that seems to rob you from receiving. Whatever that God say belongs to you. However. Regarding Whoever. Because you are whosoever. Hallelujah. We're much more stronger today. We're much more wiser today. Much more hungrier today. Much more aware today. Filled with so much more praise today. Worship came up higher today. Thought life is renewed today. We've arrived today. Revive today. Revive today. 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 Right now. God is always watching. Always watching. With us watching. With us listening. To everything that we say. And everything that we do. If you're following after him. It can only be unto the glory of him. Nothing else. Pay your attention to nothing or no one else, but only Him. Know that you are the greater works. Because you see in this day, in the natural for the very first time. Even though your spirit man has already encountered what has already been written. But your body is experiencing this day for the very first time. That is greater. When you sit back and meditate on greater, know that you are the greater. Because the greater one lives, resides, dwells on the inside of you. God is our refuge. We are hidden in Him. And as we hide in Him, the more He dwells within us. He calls us the church. Consider us a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. 
Everything is spiritual with God. Everything is supernatural with God. And it manifests itself in the natural, which is a testimony. But you can testify as soon as you see, because you have eyes to see. Give it God praise. Praise ye the Lord. I know something. Praise ye the Lord. I heard something. Praise ye the Lord. I got something. Praise ye the Lord. God revealed something. Praise ye the Lord. A mystery has been revealed unto me. Praise ye the Lord. I receive. I believe. Because I believe. I have. Praise ye the Lord. It's so much glorifying when you see it spiritually. And just wait on the Lord. Already knowing that the Lord already showed up on your eyes to manifest it naturally. Because you see it before you see it. It's the end down to the beginning. That's why it's called a right now praise. For which you're not even aware of. But you are aware of his goodness upon your life. More than what you can ask or even think. Now you know your high level of asking of things. So much higher than that on top of that on top of that. Because there is no limit to what our God can do. It's so amazing how we deny our flesh every time. Just to come up higher in God. And it feels so good when you obey though, doesn't it? Imagine if you just deny, you know, getting up when God want to just, you know, pray with you. Talk to you. Sing with you. Laugh with you. Do everything with you. And you say, I'm tired right now. The whole time you say, great, great, great. Greater, greater. It's my season. It's my time. But you denying the manifestation of you receiving your time. By denying the manifestation when God say, come with me. Following after God and denying what he's asking of you. He may say, give up a meal. You got to know everything that he asks of you is not about you. It's bigger than you. It's unto the glory of Him. So each day, no mercies are given unto you. Fresh grace. Revived. Renewed. Because you have been restored. Redeemed. Here's our praise, Father. Here's our praise. You shouldn't have to wake yourself up to stir yourself to praise. Father, you wake me up this morning. You woke us up. To see another day. To receive another opportunity. To have the ability and the audacity. Have the audacity. Have the audacity. Have the audacity to say and see. God is pulling, he's pulling, he's pulling, he's pulling, he's pulling, he's pulling, he's pulling. And he's not going to force you to go. Just be drawn, be drawn. 
He'll show me things like a roller coaster. And you don't even know what the turn's going to be. You're just enjoying the ride. Not knowing if you're going left, next, right, left, in a roller coaster in the dark. But you're enjoying it though. There's no fear. And I was on the inside of God that way. I'm just turning with the ride turn. And he is the ride. He is the journey. Following after him. And leaning not. Leaning not. If we lean not to our own understanding, then we shall always be glad in it. There don't have to be too much stirring up in the same direction. When you already know what you're supposed to do. Know what you're supposed to say. And how you're supposed to feel. We are greater. There's no staggering. No wavering. Whether you're aware or not. Even if you feel like you're down. You're still higher than you ever been before. Do you not know that? You may feel like you at your you know, the brokest place and part in your life. And guess what? You are Jesus Christ. You have the most wealthiest state in your life. Whatever your body's trying to tell you, it's the opposite of what, the good, what God is trying to tell you. What the word is. It's always the opposite. And it's all the enemy trying to do to cause you to say what God do not say. Because he knows you have the power to have whatsoever you say. Yeah, whatever you say, be honest with yourself. How many times you don't feel like doing what you know you should be doing? God is showing you how it is to serve him. You got to come up higher in your serving. God may give somebody instructions to give unto you what you already know. But because you serve him, you receive it and you do it anyway. Because you lean not to your own understanding. And I'm going to tell you another thing what God is doing. Even when we tune into service, even if it seems to be a repeat, you got to remember God is still the same. But you will always encounter a new revelation. See, God is taking you higher in your way of thinking also. See, you're thinking, I heard this already. I received already. But the thing is, you still did not tune in. You weren't about a sacrifice. I'm thinking about obedience. Because when you obey, that's when you receive my grace. I'm trying to grace you because my grace is sufficient. But you're not being obedient. He's sharpening us. I've seen this already. Okay? Say it again. If you're supposed to, we are members in the body on one accord. And if one is not in position, none of us are. And I mean corporately, not individually. Because you still will exceed and excel due to your faith walk and your faith life and your love walk with God. But how glorifying is it when we are on one accord as we ought to be?
and not keep saying it, but actually be in it. Just be. Be. Like I said, be it unto me. Be. You understand? God said, I'm using great leaders, even especially, not even especially, especially every parent spiritually that we all have as members in the body. Whoever your spiritual parents are, whatever their instructions are, listen, even if you heard it before, even if they said it the day before, even if it's not to your liking, you lean not to your own understanding, God is taking you somewhere. You understand? It's like the one that came back to thank Christ and other ones kept going. He came back to thank, serve, appreciative, grateful, giving of thanks. So whatever it is that God is pulling you to, drawing you to in himself to get away from, you do exactly what he tells you to do. And every word your leader, spiritual parents have to say in this season, you better listen up closely. Because you have to remember, it's not them who doeth the work. It is God who's speaking to you concerning your life in this season that you are in. And you don't want to miss a word right now because you need all the word you can get to go higher where you've never been. You understand? We can't have the attitude, I'm not reading all that. I'll read it, you know, another time or give me a second or not now. No, Father, now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time. Here's my praise, Father. Now is the time. Stirred up myself, Father. Now is the time to think how you ought to think. Now is the time to be slow to, th- to, be slow to speak and quick to hear because of how you think. By having a renewed mind. Now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time, Father. Here's my praise. For now is the time. God goes through the end to the beginning. To let you know he already saw it first. He sees everything. Ahead of time. And we are in his image. And he granted us the same ability to see ahead of time. Now, he may not show us everything, and we don't need to see everything. Even if you have a piece to the vision, that is still the entire vision. Because without that piece, there is no vision. You understand? Because there is no full picture. Do you know what that piece is? You create the entire picture. Because your, your heart desires begin to activate within your spirit, man. Which you already know because God already downloaded the puzzle on the inside of you before you were even here. You understand? Greatest heart's desires is God's plan for your life. Greatest dreams fulfilled. While you awoke, and while you are sleeping, dreams are being fulfilled. Miracle signs and wonders are coming to pass while you're asleep and while you're awake. You understand? 
Now is the time to come up higher in him. Now is the time to say, Father, nevertheless, not my will. Now is the time to go even further the way how you think, the way you speak. This is a new day. Today, this day, today, this day, today, this day, today. And before I leave off of here, in this season, God is having the body meditate on John 17. It don't matter what translation, it's still the same message. I'm going to read one to five. John 17, I'm only reading 1 to 5, that's it. It's pretty long. I'm just going to do 1 to 5. Father, the time has come. Unveil the glorious splendor of your Son, so that I will magnify your glory. You have already given me authority over all people, so that I may give the gift of eternal life to all those you have given to me. Eternal life means to know and experience you as the one only true God and to know and experience Jesus Christ as the son who you have sent. I have glorified you on the earth by faithfully doing everything you told me to do. So my father, restore me back to the glory that we shared together when we were face to face before the universe was created. That's the Passion Translation. Now you heard it. One through five. Now I'm going to read it to you. Five to one. John 17. From five to one. In that order. Verse five. So my father. Restore me back to the glory. That we shared together. When we were face to face. Before the universe was created. Verse four. I have glorified you on the earth by faithfully doing everything you told me to do. Three, eternal life means to know and experience you as the only true God and to know and experience Jesus Christ as the son who you have sent. Two, you have already given me authority over all people so that I may give the gift of eternal life to all those that you have given to me. One, Father, the time has come. Unveil the glorious splendor of your son so that I will magnify your glory. And before I leave off of here, let me read the first verse again. Father, the time has come. Unveil the glorious splendor of your son so that I will magnify your name. And verse 5. So my father, restore me back to glory. The time has come. Now restore me back to glory Unveil the glorious splendor of your son So that we may share Together where we, where we were Face to face Before the universe was created Father I've already finished the work He started by saying Father now is the time To glorify your son For I finished the work you sent me here to do and then you go further down. So my father. 
Restore me back to the glory that we shared together. We were face to face before the universe were created. That means I'm ready to go back home now. I already came to finish my assignment. Let me sit on your right side as I belong. I'm ready to come back home because I am finished. Now is the time to glorify thy son. Father, restore me back to my home. And the reason why I read one to five and then five to one, because it's always the end to the beginning. The beginning of Christ's message in John 17 is, Father, now is the time. Because the time has come for you to glorify your son. Because I finished the work you sent me here to do. Father, restore me back. But let me go all the way down to the last. The last verse, 26. I have revealed to them who you are. And I will continue to make you even more real to them. So that they may experience the same endless love that you have for me. For your love will now live in them, even as I live in them. And it goes to verse 1 after he said that. Father, now is the time to glorify thy son. And the end of that is, I have revealed to them who you are. I have revealed to them who you are. Now is the time to glorify thy son. I love reading sometimes some passages, the end to the beginning of a chapter. Because that's how God sees things. From the end to the beginning. You know why? Because that's faith. That's patience. Because you see it before you see it. You understand? Even though it's amazing how Christ started out saying what he saw before he saw. You understand? And usually we always talk about what we naturally see. Or want to see. No. Already see it done. He given God praise already for what he didn't even do yet naturally. Now was the time. Now was the time to glorify me. And then in the middle passage, I'm ready to come home. I'm finished. In the last verse of the chapter, I have revealed to them who you are. And I will continue to make you even more real to them. Greater works, greater works, greater works. God is so faithful at what he does. If you see your end to your beginning, that's nothing but faith as to what God has already exposed unto you, not spiritually, to manifest naturally. You understand? What is your passion? What are you called to do? Do you see others coming back to God in such a way that your eyes have never seen, neither theirs? By using your gift, that passion, that very thing you're thinking about. How amazing is that? And not even thinking about being rich. You are rich. You're drawing from your heavenly account. Don't think about anything earthly. Trust me. Because God can open doors and will open doors. And have open doors that no man can shut. I'm a witness to that. 
And this season, I don't need money. It's grace. None of us do. Grace. How glorious is it of God for you to walk right in without pain and others have to? That's grace. Being in the back and they say, excuse me, come sit up here. Being made first. That's grace. Receiving sudden increase. Getting great news. Rent paid, mortgage paid up. Even if God put it in your hands to pay it, it's paid. And even if you may, you know, got a little challenge with it being paid right now, see it already paid. You understand? I'm not going to lie and say that trouble would not come. Because God said there's trouble on every side. But we are not distressed. We are not in despair. We are never forsaken. We are never cast down. We are never destroyed. God don't want you to focus on where you're going. He wants you to focus on why you're going. Blessed to be a blessing. That's why I'm here. Blessed to be a blessing. That's why I care. Blessed to be a blessing. That's why I deny myself. Blessed to be a blessing. Saying no to what the world trying to dress up to be fun. A good way of doing things. And because a lot of times we grew up in church, a lot of times we grew up very religious that seemed very boring. And you will look at the world way and look at your way and be like, they having fun more than we are. We can't eat what we want to eat, where we want to wear. We always hear. No one really love. And they just laughing, playing, having a great old time. Those days are over. Because we are a new creation. You understand? Under a new law of grace. And not sacrifice. To be obedient is to serve God. To be obedient is to honor God. You love God so much that you say, you know what, God? Here's my nasty attitude. Here's my exaggerations. Here are all my ways I don't want on the inside of me anymore. Because it must be Christ's way. Because I must be Christ-like this day. You know how good it feels to God? I read a passage. Uh, you have it come to me, Christ, because I've been reading every, a lot of things, different places in the Bible, different areas in the Bible. And Christ said, I received my glory due to obedience. Oh, God. Oh, God. You receive your glory due to my obedience, due to our obedience. Father, now is the time. You know what? Now is the time for you to be glorified. Because I already see myself finishing the work. I have finished all the 
greater that you put me here to do. From this day forward, every accomplishment, all the history that been made, the lies been brought back to you. All the mountains that crumbled down, storms that had the seats, nations been restored, laws been changed, governments been humble unto the glory of God, school systems change, merchants restored, families restored, people receiving your justice. Knowing they already been justified in a greater measure. Now is the time. It caused you to be in a place where you feel a little overwhelmed. And I mean overwhelmed with greatness. Like wow. What am I actually a part of? The greatest outpour that you and I have never seen. But you have an idea because you have eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to understand. And you have encountered the supernatural. You understand? I want you to really, really see supernaturally today. See the help that God placed in your life today, supernaturally. The angels, the archangels, heavenly hosts, him himself, his son and his spirit. Know that they are with us all the days of our life and that will never change. Even those who don't know God, he's still with them. They still have the same as you have, but they're not embracing because they don't know Now is the time to glorify thy son. Make it personal. Father, now is the time. Now is the time. That pierced me when Christ said, I received my glory due to obedience. Obedience is serving. Saying yes. When you're about to receive so much glory out of our lives. Because our answer is permanently yes. There is no staggering with watching we say out of our mouth or watching what we do or how we treat people or how we perceive things. No, now is the time. You understand? I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. same way you dwell in God it's the same way you dwell in Him He dwells in you everything you do and return unto God is because you first received Him doing it unto you and Christ said to me if I don't have it returned back to me that's because you didn't receive it and if you don't receive it it's because you don't believe it Simple as that. Christ's not going to sugarcoat anything. But he know if you're ready to hear what he have to say. And if you're not mature enough to hear, he'll be patient and wait. Because he's already finished. 
He finished before he finished. See yourself finish before you finish. Everything you ever done, already see that. That God used you here to do. Even the excitement times, the joyous times, the fun, you know. Traveling around the world, enjoying being here. God had me in a dream. I'm surrounded by every person from a different nation. And we all was just like hugging up on each other. They were so happy to see me. A person from every nation was happy to see me. They were greeting me. And I, I know I'm very, very passionate to the point I cry tears of joy a lot. But I thank God for having me with those kids because the company I was in was very diversatile. There were kids all over the world. And I learned every culture. And the person loved the fact that I cared. I'm in my own nation. I don't have to care about yours. But they saw me caring. I asked. Bring things in with your child for show and share. From your culture. I like to eat. So I say also bring a dish. Represent your culture. <laughs> and they brought in the best dishes. I'm like wow. That's what's up. Keep them coming. Don't forget to bring your you know, dessert for your country too. Oh my God. And they were so excited. You want more? Up to my teacher appreciation, leaving out with like $5,000 in one hour of being there. And I had eight hours to go. They sold because I sold into their life. I sold far more precious than silver and gold. I sold care, kindness, love, the fruits of the spirit. And they sowed a seed on good ground. And their kids, and also them, are reaping the harvest because they planted the seed when they sowed into my life. Because what God used me there to do. And guys, for years, I was like, I hate this job. Father, I hate it. Crying. Drinking so much at the time. Why you got me here? What do people know? Kids? And these little ones. I'd rather be with the older kids. He had me with the fresh ones out the womb. Come on now. 15 of them. And I multitask to the point my first day I said, you know what? This got to stop. This got to stop with this walk with him. This got to stop. Enough is enough, father. Sick of this mess. I want to go to this job. Hey, this job. Did I realize? Hey. Everything I'm saying is not working. I'm telling God over and over, I don't like it here. He hears me. I'm still here. Let me slow it down a bit. Hold on, put the drinks away. Let me rededicate my life real quick. Ah, oh, Father, why do you have me here? And that's when God was like, now is the time. Now is the time. You understand? My God. I mean, I had, you know, like six kids, six babies, infants at one time. 
and they all were hungry at the same time. I'm like, oh God, one of all these, but we had a, we had a great strategy going, I'm trying to tell you. One on this leg, one on that leg, one on this arm, one over the arm, one in the middle of my lap. And they all feel, they say, how in the world are you doing it? They all quiet. It don't matter. Let them be quiet. God. They all was quiet. And all of them had to be rocked to sleep differently. Because it's how they parents do it at home. I was like, oh God. Some kids, you got to pat them on their head. I'm like, oh God, here we go with this. This kid don't ever want to go to sleep. Go pay. God, aren't you fool? But, you know, I started getting more patient. Started becoming more kind and gentle with them. Because I was very rough. I was, oh my God. I didn't know I was that rough. I was rough. I was like, ooh, my bad. You know what I'm saying? Kids almost need a body cast. I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bump you in the head. Oh, God. Sorry, baby. God. God had to teach me a lot of that stuff. I'm trying to tell you. I was like, God, I'm sorry. I'm going to hold your head up. Oh, God. Oh, I forgot to burp you. Oh, God, sit up. Sit up. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm trying to tell you. It was a lot. It was a lot. Because it wasn't just one child like it's yours. You had 12 other kids at one time. Sometimes I have 18 kids. If it's six weeks to nine months, six weeks to 12 months. You got some crawling, some not walking, some running, trying to run over those who can't walk. I'm like, oh God, we got to come up with a strategy. So what I did was I gathered those up due to the age group. The ones who are not walking, over here. The ones who are walking, you over there. Get more mobile things for them to play with. Keep them engaging. It's all about keeping them engaging. Then I started liking it. I was like, oh, you guys are fine. I like it. Start playing with them. It's not so bad after all. Then they start getting attached. Imagine 12 infants crawling to you at one time. Oh, God. They all over you, crying, because they don't want to leave you when their parents come. The parents are like, can they come to your house since they want to come with you and all kinds of stuff? Can you babysit on the weekends? Oh, God. You understand? Can you be our living nanny? All of that. To this day, some of them still ask. They don't have kids after the fact. And the ones I had, probably what, 17 now? No. Like 7 to 17 now. You understand? Seriously. Seriously. God had me there for 13 to 15 years. Seriously. And out of that time, God gave my attention after the second year. Two years straight, I was like, you know what? Forget this mess, man. I ain't doing this. I went to work every day with a God darn hungo, a hangover. I couldn't take the hangover. The hangover was terrible. Let me give me a Tylenol. Same thing every morning. Tylenol, cup of Gatorade for the electric lights, or a cup of ice, lots of ice. And they knew, oh, she got a cup of ice. Oh, you got a hangover. Oh, God. But the thing is, when I stopped the drinking, I realized, when I said, God, why am I here? It's been such a journey. I had kids from Asia, India, the islands, Africa, Indonesia, Russia. You understand? Every continent there was a child. Every single one. I even had Af Afghanistanians, Pakistanians. People from Turkey. I even had those from Jerusalem. Bethlehem. Seriously. They were everywhere. 
And I'll always spend time with them and touch them and be like, oh my God, look at you. You little Indian baby. You little Asian baby. Never touched an Asian before. Besides the curry, y'all. You understand? And the kids receive the love every time. I got so, you know, used to the kids. I learned them all what their schedules are, what they like doing, how much they use the bathroom, how quick they use the bathroom, who used the bathroom. I even knew each child who did what due to how they smell. And one parent couldn't believe it. He said, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm done with this. He was like, oh, it's stinking here. Oh, that's such and such. How you know? Oh, yeah, that's how they smell. Come. I was, that's how good I was. Come. I mean, that's how much I studied the kids. I began to have a passion. I began to care. It's like, nah, it can't be. I said, yes, it is. We just changed them. That's such and such. Oh, y'all, dang. Do you know? Yes. Because somebody crying. That's such and such. Go get them. As a matter of fact, such and such to get up in five minutes. Don't ever do nothing for a child at that time. Do it before time. Always, when you have a kid, be prepared before time. Don't wait to prepare food for a child when you know they're about to get up due to a schedule you have them on. Already have it prepared. If you have to rewarm it up, do so. Don't bring just enough bottles. Bring more than enough. It's better to have more than. And for those who nurse, don't just pump a little. Pump more than. The milk never goes bad, even if you freeze it. I like all of that. And why you have me talk about this? You know, just receive it, guys. But oh, because of the nations. And when I went that last night in the dream, every person from a nation came and ran on me and hugged. Like we are together. And when I see people, when I go to the airports from different places all around the world, I get very passionate. Oh my God, look at them. Oh my God, they're from somewhere else. I want to hug them. And God said, you're going to get to that point. When they look at you and know who you are and it's already just, you know, it's okay to love on you. Because everybody don't have that type of affection and passion that you have concerning people. You understand? Now ain't no person that's walking and hugging nobody. We don't do that. But it's going to be at a point where people know me by what I do, how God used me as, he know, as they know you. For example, if you're a singer, when you go play, they're going to know they're going to want you to sing all the time. Oh, hit this note, girl. Sing this song, guy. Oh, sing this song. But if you're just loving and releasing the love, people walk up to you and be like, oh, can I have a hug? Or, oh, my God. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm so excited for that time. All around the world. You understand? Especially the Taliban's. The Taliban's are the most vicious, vicious tribe, organization, whatever you want to call it. Anytime they, you know, torturing their own wives, killing their own kids. They have to cover up from the head to the feet. And I mean cover up. You can barely see the woman's eyes. And if you accidentally, like, say something you're not to say or... Even if you just say, yes, sir, and he wants you to not be saying no, yes, sir, there's no really no wrong for the women. They fighting it, but it's, it's getting better. They slit the, the lady's mouth in half, took a razor blade and just went across her mouth. Or if they take you somewhere and just shoot you in the head because you had on a pair of sandals and not clothes and shoes. But the men walking around with tank tops, shorts, sandals, you understand? 
And you walk around with a whole blanket of comforter on at a thousand degrees. Get out of here. But one thing about them is that they very strong in what they believe in. But they just believe it in the wrong direction. They pray about 18 times a day. They fast about more than 40 days and 40 nights. And they give their life, their kids, for what they believe in. Now just imagine if they begin to know who Christ is and receive the invitation to do it the right way. That level of honor the right way. That level of obedience the right way. You understand? Hallelujah. So much change is in, it's now. Now. And no end to make it now. Already been made now. You understand? Right now. Understand right now. Please. Because you are a part of that. And God has you listening in because you're praying for me. I'm not called to do what you're called. I'm not a singer. I mean, I'm not a dancer, but I can sing. I can, I'm gifted greatly. But my passion is to go around the world and motivate people with the love of the gospel. Not afraid to do that. I love that. I'll do anything for that. To see someone like I always see, go back to God because he used me. Thank you. A lot of times, like the greater God, you know, had me to exceed and excel as you too. You're going to see me crying a lot. I'm going to try to hold it back, but it's, it just comes out. A lot of people hurting. And they don't have to hurt. I never forget, I went in Southeast. I went to every part of D.C. one day. And so I was in the Southeast areas for one, you know, at that time. Going different areas of Southeast. And I was over there by a big chair. And it was filled with so much drugs. Like people used to hide and do drugs. They outside like just with the pipes and everything. Like dang, it's like New Jack City. And they looked at me like, who is she? What is she doing here? The drug dealers are that vicious. They would shoot you dead and the cops in on it. But none of them said a word to me. Some of them crossed the other side of the street. But they didn't say a word. Not one of them threatened me or anything. You can't just go anywhere just because it seems good to do. Many people got killed because of that. Because they go out without asking God, without listening to the Holy Spirit or being led, and going out there telling people what not to do. And those who have an influence out here, how they make their money, they're going to feel like you're a threat because you're trying to stop their, you know, empire. That must crumble down. So if someone feels threatened and they're violent, they're going to get rid of you. They're going to consider you a problem. But no man should take our lives. You understand me? They wouldn't even want to. Because we don't go out Hypocritical, prejudging. You understand? God don't have me to go out this house now 
It's like right now God is starting to say to me, you know, he's pretty much telling me, he's, you know, as he prepared me, he's having me to be mindful where to go, what times to go, who to accompany, who not. And he's dealing a lot with the men. Just pray for the men from afar. Don't even go around the men, the brothers. If you see your brothers in Christ, you can greet them, go, go away from them. Now, why God's saying that now? He knows I don't have to. That I'm following his orders. You understand? Because God never said that to me before. But he's saying it to me now. So that means when you come up greater, God is there to protect every word you say because you have whatever you say. And he's the one that makes sure what you say come to pass because you're saying what he said. And that is no man should take my life. And taking your life don't mean to murder you. It could be trying to cause you to hinder, cause you to fall, be a distraction. And we're not walking like that. We're too humble for that. You understand? I love you guys so much. This is a time where God's showing you things that are hitting. You know, people's lives that seem to be well put together and have you feel like, you know, you need to get yours together. God took me there last night and many of them were exposed. And what they did, I walked in the place where I used to be from where I am now. And I see a lot of people in that place where I used to be who are there now. And they pretended to be where I, you know, further than where I was. And all of them ran to me and apologized. I apologize. I, you see this. I, you know, it's going to get better from here. I didn't want you to know. I'm sorry for lying. And sorry for lying about, you know, where I am, where I'm at in my walk, what I do behind closed doors. I know I be saying, don't do this, don't do that. But you caught me. I didn't catch you. God exposed you. He didn't expose you for you to be condemned. It's for you to be taken by the hand. Let's go further from here together. I would never be one who God blessed to be wealthy and forget where I come from or talk about people, down people. No, we're going to have fun. It's time to have fun. It's time to celebrate. I said to God, you know my greatest earthly desire is, come on y'all, I'm being real. I'm always real. My favorite earthly desire is to have food on a fire at a beach. I never did that. It looks so fun to do. Just buy the water and have food on the fire. I don't care what kind of meat, a meal, whatever. Just make sure it's meat involved. Something about that meat on the fire by the water, I just want like Christ did. I want that. <laughs> and you know, I know times have changed, but I want to get a little medieval with it. You know, stick the chicken inside of a branch. Oh, God. They probably say, That's too, you're going too far now. We got, you, we got utensils now for that. You know, I don't want, I want the branch. Oh, God. <laughs> I might reconsider. But for I just want that. Give me a big stick. Stick it inside of a chicken. Put it on a fire and turn around. Put a little season and stuff on it. Oh my God. It's going to be good, guys. Oh, God. That's, that's one of your greatest earthly designs. Yes. Some of you might say, get I want a trillion dollars or give me a Bitly or a Rolls Royce or a three-story mansion. No. I want to sit at the beach, put fire on food. <laughs> that's what I want to do. <laughs> and just eat it. <laughs> Out of water. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> That's my greatest earthly desire. Now I said earthly. I didn't say spiritually. You understand? I love that. You know, I just love that. And then another, I'm just tell you, I want more. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. God. I don't think I want to mention that one. God. I think I watched too many movies. It's like, because I feel my fire. You know? I just want to get a, just ride a horse. Just ride a horse with the armor on. You understand? Like that medieval, just do that one time. Just ride one. I, never, I rode a horse once, but I was a kid. I don't even know if I even know how to stay on one. I just want to ride one, just, just have your, just, you know, a hand going up in the air like, God, got 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 you know what I'm saying, with your Lord, armor on, come on now, somebody, want that, God, okay, cute, yeah, all right, oh, God, seriously, guys, I, have, I, I mean, I have a lot of, you know, things, you know, you guys do too, but out of them all, to have food on the fire, like, you know, what do they call them? Bomb fires? Bong fires? Whatever it is. When you sit together in front of a fire, you ain't got to put no food on it, but sit together in front of the water on the beach, on the fire. Just something about a fire at a beach. You know, food or just sitting there and just, you know, chilling. Whatever your beverage is, just enjoy. I like to hear people gifts. I want to go to a... You know, like a cafe, restaurant place where people, you know, sing, dance, and whatever. I like to see stuff like that. Definitely want to go to a comedy show. Definitely. I want to laugh. I like to laugh. I want to laugh. I want to do a lot of laughing. I'm going to do a lot of laughing. Yeah, laughter is good for you. I love to laugh. Yeah. At the right things to laugh at, though. You understand? Somebody fall on the ground, not funny to me. That's not funny at all. No. Embarrassment is not funny. Things that mean to be embarrassing is not funny to me. You understand? I love you, Father. Ah. He said this day, he's giving out more details, more dates, fresh revelation, meaning more dates, more locations, names of things regarding your desires. Receive them. Greater is he who's in us than he's in the world. Mwah, mwah, mwah. No, for real, y'all. <laughs> I want the fire on the beach. No, for real, I want to get a big branch and just stick it in the, in the middle of a chicken and just turn it around, God. On the fire while I'm at the beach. God, go back and play, go back and forth in the water and then go back and eat the food. And, oh, God, that's so good to me. I said, that's it. That's, that's it. That's what I love. You understand? The greatest he's in us. He's in the world. I love you guys. <laughs>